I want to change the intro. We have three episodes. <laughs> I know. I just wanted to <laughs> go out with a bang. That's, that's just me. Just, me just mess- troll everybody. Just messing with Dan. Good evening, ladies and gentlemen. Welcome to For Geek's Sake. My name is Al Sterling in the studio today with producer Dan. Hey, everybody. We've got co-host Liz. Hello. We've got technical director Eli. Good evening. And joining us uh, as our special guest as we wind down our last couple episodes, we have uh, a, a, a gentleman of great renown. He is uh, his fighting prowess is still spoken of. Uh, he is uh, uh, the master of AOL CDs <laughs> and uh, our senior automotive analyst, sir, because he is knighted. Damn it. Ivan Wysocki. Thank you very much. By whom were you knighted? Don't worry about that. If you got to ask a theme park, we don't, we, we don't speak his name. If you don't, if you, if you don't know, then we're not going to tell you, you need to figure that out. Okay. Not a theme park. Okay. <laughs> Medieval times. Yeah, if you don't know, you're not <laughs> in the It was my birthday. Dang it. Uh, also in the studio, we have the master of the draft uh, all the way down. He's actually taken a break from his normal uh, stint on ESPN eight, the Ocho. <laughs> To, uh, to come down and officiate for us for our last and final draft ever here on For Geek's Sake. Oh. Uh, the draft master, Mr. Andrew DeSalvo. Well, I heard how much Liz loved the drafts on your, uh, not really sure, meandering episode. <laughs> <laughs> our, yeah. our pandering episode. <laughs> yeah. Pandering and meandering. Just, just rapping right now? I don't know. That's, I don't know nope, do that's that. not. That's <laughs> not. I think we, we discussed that. No. Actually, no. I wrote a special rap just for tonight. <laughs> <laughs> Dan, hit it. No. Oh, God. <laughs> Just, just don't even mute her. Just literally take the <laughs> microphone. Uh, Not so my microphone. We uh, we're gonna be doing a draft here. Our draft is gonna be the next mega hit franchise. So we're gonna be uh, drafting heroes and villains and showrunners. Oh my! And uh, put it all together for the uh, uh, ultimate new franchise to launch. So that's gonna be our draft. But of course, we've got some this week and geek first. Starting it off, uh, who grabbed this one? Oh my god, it was me. All right, there we go. So I grabbed this one because it sounded so ridiculous and hilarious. And then the deeper I got into studying this subject, I was like, "This is horrifying." <laughs> uh huh. Um. So let me give you some background context. So a while ago, some memes started surfacing in China on the internet uh, regarding their president, Xi. Jinping. Jinping? Jinping. Jinping. Yep. Jinping. I like listened to the audio of how to pronounce his name before we started recording and still screwed it up. Um, and comparing him to Winnie the Pooh. Mm-hmm. And apparently that he, is he doesn't like very it. frowned upon. <laughs> he does not like being no compared sense of to humor. Winnie the Pooh. So um, it started getting extreme. We all know that China has extreme censorship. Uh, on their internet, and so anything Winnie the Pooh related started getting blocked and censored, and if you even, like, typed the name Winnie the Pooh into, I don't know, search engines or tried to, like, post pictures or, like, the, just the words anywhere, you would get a message that said this is this content is not allowed because it is not legal, and, like, you would you would not it would not. Winnie the Pooh does not exist in China anymore. Right. And so now, thank it's, God we can still eat Cheetos here. <laughs> right. So, <laughs> oh my God. <laughs> so now it's gone as far as um, it will get you an immediate and permanent ban from Overwatch if you even type Winnie the Pooh in chat in the game. <laughs> And I, don't, wow. and, like, and I don't know what to do with this information because I was like, that's so silly and ridiculous. And I'm like, oh, my God, these people are 
No, okay. So wait, 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 wait. Happiness and it's, joy, and they don't know anything about the hundred acre wood and who's Christopher Robin <laughs> and why can't like they don't know the wonderful thing about Tiggers. I, I hang on. I so I so the way with the new format here, I didn't. I purposely don't read the stories ahead of time so when the other people. Mm-hmm. I read mine, sure. of course, <laughs> but I don't read the other the everyone's. Yeah. So. So you're telling me, like, not like, there's not an image. I thought there was something in Overwatch that was winning the Pooh No, related. it could be like somebody could t- send you a message in the game saying, who's Tigger's best friend? And you'll type Winnie the Pooh and then goodbye. Instaban. <laughs> Instaban. You're, That's what you're done. You cannot, you're done, son. You cannot speak the words Winnie the Pooh on the streets in China anymore. Otherwise, you will get immediately sniped where you stand. Like, <laughs> okay. It's, like, now, it's that serious. Now, what if I am a huge fan of 80s era yeah. television shows and I want to know who Kevin's girlfriend is or love interest? On the Wonder Years, <laughs> Winnie Cooper. Boom. Winnie Cooper. Yeah. Right, Winnie. but is Winnie? I mean, we'll talk about it. Like, is Winnie Cooper too close? I wonder. Probably. Why I don't mean, you go to China you... and figure it out? Also, is the poo emoji <laughs> allowed? Go back to China. <laughs> <laughs> Picture of Winnie Cooper and then a poo emoji. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> right. I mean, is that is that too much? Will that get you instant? Somebody needs to do the research here. You have to be smarter than the Chinese internet. That's why you come here, folks, for the hard-hitting questions. <laughs> totally. <laughs> totally. I want to know. I actually was also really excited to get a Wonder Years reference uh, <laughs> up in this bitch. So really, really relevant. <laughs> can we? Can we though? Can we also mention on an unrelated topic that uh, Baptiste is the hero number thirty coming to Overwatch, and he is absolutely amazing. He's not in that picture. Okay, um, but I'm very, very excited. So you know who is in that picture. Winnie the Pooh. Winnie the Pooh. Yeah, yeah, which is going to get Dan, out. now this episode isn't available in China. Instaburn. Oh, shit. Instaburn. Think about it, though. If Mr. T was in China still trying to listen to the show, he couldn't listen to this episode now because we've said Winnie the Pooh approximately 15 well, times. I, well, does it matter? I mean... Now there's an image of Winnie the Pooh in the slideshow. Like, like if yes. you... Do you think it listens to the audio? Like, if I don't put Pooh in the show description, mm-hmm. would it be allowed? Ooh. Mm-hmm. Probably until somebody figured it out. That's true. Well, I mean, how try d- using Winnie Cooper the poo emoji and let's see what let's happens. Let's see what happens. Yeah. How, how deep does this go, honestly? I, th- I mean, I want to know. I think this is worth... I don't know. Oh, it's kind of sad, right? Like that this is this big political thing that's just like they're president. I'll put quotation marks. You can't see the money. president for life. Yeah. Quotation marks. Supreme leader. Yeah. Yeah. Supreme <laughs> leader. Yes. Like they're they're attacking the innocent players of Overwatch, which there's really you can't send emojis. You can't send icons. You can do nothing malicious other than like kind of trash talk, I guess. Well, I mean, to me, to like, me, it's a, and, and you know, I'm sitting in a room full of men right now. So like, I guess pre no offense, but like the like this is this is absolutely going to be offensive. This yeah. is like oh boy. Fragile male ego to the extreme. Like somebody made Winnie the Pooh meme about me, and I didn't like it. So now nobody can have Winnie the Pooh ever again. Like, you, like he made such a big stink about the fact that there was one picture that was shared that was compared to a picture. How this started is it's a picture of Winnie the Pooh and Tigger walking together, and it was compared to a picture of my G, hands in normal G, size. I swear of G, of G and <laughs> and Barack Obama walking together. So Barack Obama was Tigger in this in this in, <laughs> what in this scenario. <laughs> Okay, and wait. so that got shared and that went viral wait. and the president was so offended nope. by that. Back it up. Yeah. <laughs> Back it up. Here's the question we need to decide right now. Of the characters in the Hundred Acre Wood, who is Obama? Because I don't Listen, think he's I don't think he's Tigger. Well the least oh, it would have been better if it was Tiger Woods. The worst the worst <laughs> choice of all would be to use the word Tigger. 
Well, I feel I like that is that's <laughs> yeah. you're very, already very, a blind there. Very right? careful. Very yeah, yeah. careful. Though. But I I don't think he's Tigger. I don't know who he is though. Does he line up? He's I, not Owl. But either way, no. uh, either way, Obama's like, yeah, it's cool. Yeah, well, exactly. Like, well, yeah, yeah. Well, he never. Yeah, listen, listen. Say what you want about the man. He had some thick skin, right? Yeah. Uh, uh, I think I think he might have been Rue. Obama is Rue. Rue's a fuego take. Rue's a king. I mean, it's 2019. Uh huh. Rue's a lady, right? No, isn't Rue? Ob- yes. It doesn't matter. Rue has a, the, no. the baby in the pouch. No, that's no, Kanga. Kanga. Kanga's the mom. Oh, he's the baby in the pouch. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. No. Yeah. No. Then which which character is he more like? I defy you to name. Maybe he's Christopher which, Robin. He, he, yeah. Oh, there you go. Oh, oh, go take right there. there. Oh. All right. Maybe he is Christopher <laughs> Robin. Beat me they to also, it. I did I did watch a video <laughs> expanding upon this because I went di- like no pun intended while we're talking about Winnie the Pooh characters, but I went deep down the rabbit hole on this one. <laughs> and then they, <laughs> there's a video where they were t- they were discussing this, and then they did the same thing where they were like, "Well, let's compare some of the other characters." And obviously, Kim Jong Un is Piglet and. Yeah, um, yeah, yeah, obviously, <laughs> uh, we all thought that. Sounded right, that, 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 that was a gimme. It was like the un, the unspoken. <laughs> Can we? Did you? John Oliver actually did a whole thing on this too. Yes, yes. Uh, Trumpy or? Oh, is Trumpy or? No, no, he's totally rabbit. Well, in the, the original, oh, like yeah. tig- oh, <laughs> the original Tigger Poo thing is like that's pretty old at this point, right? Oh yeah, yeah. oh yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Oh, but yeah. they hang on. That's how hard and fast it escalated. Is that he was like mildly annoyed by the first picture that was shared, told somebody to take it down. It's like, okay, do you get how how hard do you guys follow like pop culture? Like, do you remember the the, the picture <laughs> the picture of Beyonce that was shared from her Super Bowl performance oh, yeah, from, like five yeah. years ago, where she's making just like a hideous face, and so she was like she like word got out that she wanted that picture removed from the internet and so of course it was like well now we're going to share it a million times so that's what happened with this poo picture is that the first one was shared he didn't like it made a stink about it and so then of course what did the internet do but create many 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 more memes comparing the president <laughs> to Winnie the Pooh and then this it, is how we got Bodie McBoderson <laughs> yep. <laughs> exactly yep Bodie McBoface so here's that's what we what do. so can we start a campaign where we just we we solicit or we we maybe I guess we could buy it. I'm sure it's really cheap, like a million uh, Chinese email addresses, and we just start sending them Winnie the Pooh memes. <gasps> no, oh here's a, mean, we, we, we can't get in trouble. Like we're, we're safe behind. Uh, I don't have social credit to deal with, dude. Yeah, I yeah, don't think really, like, I don't want to okay. do that on the off chance it actually starts hitting. Because yeah, the social credit thing, which we haven't gotten a chance to get back to. Yeah, the social credit thing is a real deal. So this was the thing where in China there is how you now basically have a value, a numerical value. Mm-hmm. Remember the episode of Black. Black Mirror, where yeah. um, oh god, it was Yelp reviews for Bryce Dallas Howard was mm-hmm. you know getting yeah. all the likes or uh, the Orville did Orville do an episode with that? I thought the Orville did. I anyway, so. they did. Yeah, yeah. They yeah. went to that planet where their whole like justice system was based on like social right, um, not social credit, but like you had to get the uh, basically the whole population behind you. Yeah, something. you're getting you're getting you're you're getting yelped by other people all the time. And if it does, and if it goes, your, if your value goes down too low, things like renting cars and buying houses, your credit score. Traveling effect, to Thailand. Yeah, traveling to yeah. other countries, all of that stuff. Train tickets, plane tickets, like people, so many people got denied. God, it's like, like living in the Colosseum of Rome. It's like, you're like, I want to buy a car and all these hands stick out. <laughs> it's like thumbs down. You're like, damn. <laughs> yeah, it's like you're walking around, you're super sad and your ears are down. It's like your ear. I mean, I don't know. I think I could get my social credit higher than my like credit credit. Dan's <laughs> <laughs> like, I'm yeah. moving to China. I can buy a house. <laughs> <laughs> I'm a likable guy. I don't even give a shit about Winnie the Pooh. I'm in. Let's do this. 
All right, so there's that's a weird one to start with. What do we got next? <laughs> uh, yes, Dan. Speaking <laughs> of uh, a sick oh, ass meme game. Oh gosh. Oh no. I was gonna say, Eli, you gotta put that up. <laughs> the uh, we need we need to make that viral. That's gotta go. Oh, super public. <laughs> so uh, Ivan, this is the one that you wanted. Uh, yeah, it's what I found. We'll say. Um, so apparently, what happened in a uh, continuing the string of crashes that Tesla has been experiencing with. Um, inept customers and perceived autopilot usage and stock prices. <laughs> I'm sure it's not helping their stock prices. Um, like 15% down in the last week. Like it's well, it's yeah. crazy. So now this is a third crash that's happened in Florida. So this is another, almost like a Florida man story that we're yeah, getting right. Here. I mean, it's like, that's are we really, are we really not considering the location? Like, is this really Tesla's fault or is this just well, because the first one, happening The first Florida? one was confirmed, like they had the autopilot where the guy drove under the truck because the autopilot didn't pick up the fact that the side of a semi-trailer isn't an obstacle. And so it <laughs> sheared the roof off. Yeah, well, the guy was also in the back seat. <laughs> Right? Was he in the back seat? I think it was the back seat of that one, wouldn't he? I don't, I don't, I don't remember. Was his name Al? <laughs> <laughs> no, I told you. I'm not getting it until I'm allowed to. <laughs> until you're allowed to. Um, you go a lot of different ways. So basically, there was <laughs> out of one of these two crashes. One of them was a similar where a semi pulled out, was making a left turn, and the guy went under the trailer and basically just sliced the roof off the car right off. Um, and then the other one was kind of weird because the car was apparently speeding and just crashed into a tree, caught on fire and then later caught on fire again in the tow yard. <laughs> and then sank into the swamp. <laughs> <laughs> sank into the swamp. <laughs> and then the um, third car burned down, fell over and then sank into the swamp. <laughs> and burned the swamp down. Uh, so, um, so yeah, so the investigations are ongoing right now. Um, they're is this still more, not, is this more of the, the non moving object thing? One, yes. The other, they don't know if the other guy who crashed into a tree was on autopilot or not, but they do know he was speeding excessively of like 80 to 90 miles an hour. So when you, so how does Tesla autopilot work as far as speed governing? Like, does it keep up with traffic or it'll, it'll stay at the speed that you set it to and adjust based on obstacles or traffic in the road. A lot of companies now, uh, Porsche included, do have adaptive cruise control, and that's kind of how it works. Okay. It reads the road, has radar, LIDAR, all these different sensors that sees the cars in front of it, and if it sees a car down the road doing 70, it'll slow itself down to match the speed. Okay. So they don't know about the guy that crashed in the tree. The other one... Did it not catch that the tree was doing zero? They don't know. <laughs> <laughs> Basically, it's like it was really windy. And the tree was moving. Okay, it's at least two miles. It was now. swamp gas. The swamp gas swamp were fucking gas off of Venus, Venus. right? right. right. <laughs> so yeah, so one, they're like they think it may be an autopilot issue where you crash under the truck. The other one, they really don't have an idea, but they're more concerned. Let's with let's why, the, it, the, blow, the, why the, it blew up. The truck then, one, I know for sure was that the. The sky was like so damn blue that day. Like the it was one of these Florida days that the the color of the truck could not be distinguished from like the color of the sky. Correct. Yeah. Correct. They, that was that was the first one. That so I mean, if they had lidar, it wouldn't oh, have great. happened. But now, when they use the camera system, now we're gonna ban blue. That's paint. one of the problems. Mm-hmm. No, I no. We need to back up here. I think this, it was a white truck. This is not, a white truck and it reflected everything. Yeah. Yeah. This is not an Racist. autopilot issue. <laughs> no, no, it's not. No, no. no this is this a driver is, issue. This is still human error. <laughs> yeah. 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 yeah, Like I could put my car on cruise control and then just take a nap, but it's still gonna go poorly. Maybe we wouldn't. We wouldn't. That's true. I mean, if I'm going on like I-10, I will get past half the country, right? (laughs) (laughs) But I think or the turnpike going south. This is this is important though because this is not like I understand if you don't own a Tesla and don't run a gig podcast, perhaps you don't know exactly how auto the autopilot system works. 
But if you own a goddamn Tesla, then you should know how the damn thing works. Mm-hmm. Like if I, if my Toyota hit, I don't have a Toyota. If I had my Chevy hit, you know, cruise control, 80 miles an hour hit a tree. Mm-hmm. Nobody's gonna be like the cruise control failed. No, like no, the dumbass wasn't driving his car. I recently saw an article shared and I didn't click on it to read the full thing, but it, the headline caught my eye because it said, um, reason for hesitation on moving forward with self-driving cars because people may have sex in them. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, (laughs) So maybe there's a reason for the rest of these crashes. First, first, let's be clear. Yes. (laughs) Yes. I've seen the hesitation being rich. (laughs) They usually do that. What does self-driving have to do with this? (laughs) (laughs) It's a different kind of self-driving. That That actually can be not a bad plan. Uh, Yeah, I remember that article. I uh, <laughs> nope, 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 nope. I really nope, know how to nope, bring nope, that nope. a roof. <laughs> I'm gonna leave it there. So we're so so Tesla's still not fully. Well, the two major um, uh, investigative, uh, the National Highway Traffic Safety and the uh, what's the other one? The one's the government, one's the insurance agency. The two, right? Um, they're still investigating the issue. So I mean, they're kind of completely separate. One, they're more concerned about the battery igniting. Again and again. Yes, yes. Catching fire twice. Catching fire twice. <laughs> the other one was, you know, most likely an autopilot uh, issue. So they're two separate issues, but they both definitely need to be investigated. So yes. And considering how many cars <laughs> are moving to that ba- battery technology, that's a big deal. Oh yeah. Um, I mean, all of our cars, all of our, you know, hybrid cars have it now, and we're uh, bringing out where we being Porsche, we're bringing out their full EV car this year, later on this year. So that's going to be a big deal. That's their Tesla killer. So we'll see what happens. Do you think it will actually kill Tesla? Uh, for a certain demographic, yes. Okay. For that hundred thousand, one hundred fifty thousand dollar demographic, <laughs> so yes. Like, <laughs> mo- so Model S buyers, I think, will will shift over because they pay the same, and they're going to probably get a much higher quality well, car. And the Model S hasn't changed since two thousand three. I mean, That's like true. it's time. Yeah, you don't well, buy a Model S for the quality. I yeah. mean, do you? <laughs> you don't. Did and you, did, has Porsche moved away from AOL CDs? Finally. Okay, so we've got <laughs> they moved up to uh, SD. That's cards. the real who, question. Uh, who, who, SD card, and who's, they may be getting over. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, Porsche. I don't have enough money to pronounce the last syllable. <laughs> I thought maybe you had so much money that you didn't have to pronounce it. <laughs> <laughs> That's true. That's, That's true. true. Those are the two demographics. <laughs> if you have enough um, money, you just call it poor. <laughs> <laughs> porch. I got a porch. <laughs> All right. What we got next? Uh, this one is uh, you. It's me. So bleeding cool did it again. They caused a big uproar for no damn reason. Are they the ones behind? Are they the ones behind the Momo challenge? Oh god! <laughs> what no. the hell is with that? <sighs> oh, we wanted, don't have time. I wanted to cover that so bad, but uh, is anyway. it that really creepy, like uh, scary sculpture? Yes. Yeah, whatever the hell that is. Yeah. Yes. Okay. Yeah. Apparently, it was talking to your children. And it was. It was just actually, more like Elsa. Yeah. It was. It was infiltrating so. YouTube kids. But it actually oh, wasn't. Oh god. But it actually wasn't. Is this like yeah. the new Slenderman kind of thing? Yeah. Okay. It's, a, it's a it's a creepy pasta. Oh, creepy pasta. Okay. What, is what it, scary stories are called on the internet now? Mm. Yeah, anyway. I don't know where they got that. Go on, Dan. Anyway, so Bleeding Cool uh, has had a pretty bad track record over the last few months of putting out rumors and speculation as if it's news and something that's actually happening. What do they think they are? A twenty-four hour news network? <laughs> 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 so there's this. Uh, comic book convention that's coming up and uh, Joel Casada and uh, I forget the other gentleman involved, one of the other uh, big monkey mucks over there at Marvel um, were set to do a panel uh, that was called Marvel Comics 
from comic books to movies. And it was just basically supposed to be them covering the spectrum of these characters were created here and now they've gone on to TV and movies and isn't this a great thing? And like I said last week, even though the comic books aren't really worth anything right now, the IP is. So uh, Bleeding Cool took that as Disney shutting down Marvel Comics. <laughs> That's a bit of a stretch. <laughs> and so they, they ran it and the internet went freaking nuts and people were. So what is Bleeding Cool? Who it's is Bleeding Cool? Good what? question. Geek culture <laughs> website. Okay. Pop not culture. A good, not a good one. <laughs> Clearly a very reputable right. geek culture yeah. <laughs> website. Like the Fox They're News one of the big of ones. I mean, okay. So what was, the, what like was the other the one? The Onion did? of geek culture. No, 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 no. <laughs> no, because you know the Onion's making shit up. Right, so. right, right. I don't actually know anymore. <laughs> <laughs> Can I be honest? Yeah. I look at Onion. I, I read the article and then I'm like, is this the Onion? Please. Okay, thank God it's the Onion. <laughs> uh, what was the other one they screwed up? Oh, they've had uh, several basically just misleading headlines that people run with. Mm. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, so they need them hits, huh? Yeah. Mm-hmm. So Spider-Man's boss has something to say. Just about take that. anything they have to say at this point with a <laughs> grain of salt. Clickbait. Clickbait. Yeah. Hiring J. Jonah Jameson wasn't a great plan. It turns <laughs> <Yeah>. out. <laughs> he is the, the origin of clickbait. <laughs> uh, so the These comic books are a menace. <laughs> <laughs> that was good. Thanks. That was good. <laughs> I... So let's back up and talk for just a moment about why Marvel comic books will not be going wrong. So let's let's assume that you uh, you've wrapped up your flat Earth convention, mm-hmm. so you just believe shit because you see it on the internet sure, and without sure. really a whole lot of facts behind it. Right. So let's let's. Is talk. flat Earth trending again? Uh, <laughs> I don't know. Al, listen, flat Earth is listen, always trending. You say what you want. I listen to what I what I read from reputable websites, and mm-hmm. Bleeding Cool is one of those. And Repu- they told me Marvel is being shut down. Yeah. Repu- All right. Reputable. It's being shut down. Can we stop for a minute and just talk about reputable? Excuse me. <laughs> While we're on pronunciation today. I opine. So the, <laughs> the, um, the, listen, here's, here's, even if the comic books, Marvel comic books lost money, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. like literally were negative. Yeah. Disney is not going to shut down the comic books. No. And, and they know that comic books have a long history of, you know, huge sales. And then it, it, you know, fluctuates, you know, it goes right. down, they have their, their low points and then they come up with a great idea. They do a big event and people come back to the stores and it's, and it's hard for sh- shop owners and they may be in a bad way at yeah. times, but the, uh, uh, the actual, the actual comic books themselves are a source of history and a source of pride. And one thing that Disney has managed to do is to is to hang on to things because they have sentimental value, which then encourages people to spend money on other areas. Yeah. Sure. So they'll take the hit on the comic book side because they're going to make it back when they make another billion with a B dollars on the next movie based on these goddamn comic book characters. And I wouldn't be surprised if we hear soon that they're going to cut down the line like DC is doing. Sure. That happens. Yeah. No, uh, but they're not going away. No, and here's how. You, and here, here's here's the thing: as long as Country Bear Jamboree still exists at the Magic Kingdom, <laughs> oh god, it doesn't. It does. It, it does. does. It absolutely oh, back? freaking does. No, it was never the, left. I was there a year what? ago. I thought they I was shut there that down. Oh no! I went in. And it it is incredible. Like oh I don't god. know how somebody hasn't like just gone super SJW on that entire attraction because it was oh like, my God. I was in there like, this is hilarious, but 
everyone else in the room is offended right yeah, now. Tyler Perry has not been on that ride yet. <laughs> I, <laughs> I did. I actually walked out. I walked out in my first and this was a, no Disney executive has sat in this ride in a long time. Right? Yeah. <laughs> no, that is the most offensive. Awesome. I want to be clear here. Mm. I hope they never close Country Bear Jamboree. <laughs> I want them to never, ever, ever close it. <laughs> it's full of real men, of course. Uh, it is just the weirdest, just most wow. time capsule. Mm-hmm. Anyway, so yeah, if Disney's still got Country Bear Jamboree going on, they'll be fine with this. That'll be yeah. fine. <laughs> Spider-Man's not going anywhere. <laughs> nah, it's he's funny not. you say time capsule because Disney likes to just put things away so you can never buy them again. Correct. Yeah. People think it's for value. It's like, no, it's not, not really for well, maybe value. That's, it's maybe because that's the answer to no longer having Song of the South. It's like, yeah, but we let you keep Country Bear Jamboree. <laughs> <laughs> and Splash Mountain. And Splash oh, Mountain. Oh, gosh, yeah. And Splash, Splash Mountain's Mountain. just as bad. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Ooh, that's complicated. Mm-hmm. So, <laughs> boy. Explaining that one to the kids. <laughs> no. So, uh, I'm up next. Elon's back. Elon's back with another <laughs> with another victory fist pump. This segment, Elon. <laughs> this time, the uh, autopilot worked. Yeah, the, this, yeah. This time without explosions. Not yes, a lot, yes. Not without, a lot of obstacles in space. Well, they took they took the human out of the equation. <laughs> yeah. Yes, yes. Without the oops. Uh, so here's what happened. So the SpaceX uh, Dragon Two module, which is uh, what we is go- it's supposed to be, what's been created to take people and put them into space, mm-hmm. uh, launched its first official demo flight docking with the International Space Station. So the Dragon capsule is just a car. It was normally just a cargo capsule, but then they retrofitted and put people in it. So this time, no people. They added this seats. time it was empty. They did. They basically added seats. Uh, and AC. Do you need AC? Yeah. Seats, air conditioning, oxygen, food. Uh, a couple things. This and that. You don't need yeah. food. It's a short trip. <laughs> so here's what happened. So it goes up. Uh, it launched from Cape Canaveral on a Falcon rocket. Uh, got up there. It, it catches the International Space Station in orbit, mm-hmm. which can we just say for a second is bonkers, mm-hmm. right? I was watching. I watched a couple of videos in this to prepare, and one of the videos just showed like the International Space Station spinning around and how the Dragon capsule spun around, and they managed to catch it and made it at the right spot. Allegedly, see, I'm just I, picturing. <laughs> you, you remember the game Asteroid? Yeah. And so when you're trying to like move your thing and it actually just goes when you're trying to go this way, like that's how I picture this in my mind. <laughs> it's it's insane. <laughs> it is insane. But they so they managed to do that part because I just assume here's the thing too. I just assume that they just they see it coming and they're like, wait, wait, go. And you know, and just launch so that they just get there at the same time. That's how it works, right? Sure, sure. It's like it's like when you're playing football, you know, and the guy says run and he just throws it to where you're gonna be. How right. hard is that? Right, right. Uh, it turns out it's a little harder. Elon, go long. Right, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> so the left Cape Canaveral, uh, f- Florida, with 400 pounds of supplies, uh, mannequin, well, astronaut mannequin that they named Ripley, of which course. is awesome. It is, but I don't know if that's the franchise I want to reference. I think it's funny. Wait, though. what? What's Ripley Ripley's from? from the Alien series. Oh, uh, yeah, no, that's not. So, that's not cool. No, that's not the one I'd want. I, can we not name it Ripley? Was they should have called him Buzz. Uh, Buzz is fine. Yeah. Uh, uh, you can even go with Han. You know, or you can go. You can go Star Trek too. You can, you can call him Spock. Uh, ain't, ain't, ain't no mannequin gonna be named Han. You know this. That's true. Yeah. Name him Greedo. Uh, so <laughs> the yeah, better. And this little <laughs> this little toy was in there too. So uh, so they're saying though that so this docks so it launches up, it goes out, it catches where it's supposed to be, it holds it holds orbit. Uh, with the space station until everything's kosher. And then they, they've got little cameras and they are like joystick flying it in uh, till it gets within a couple meters. And then at a couple meters, the dragon capsule takes over 
and uh, autos like uh, auto adjusts and brings itself in until it hits the soft um, the soft capture. And so for the soft capture, there's this little spring loaded thing on the International Space Station, and so it kind of bounces on that, and that's the soft capture. And then twelve hooks come out, attach. A, uh, from the space station. That sounds very uh, painful. It does, right? <laughs> and then kind of yanks it forward, and then the seal piece, and then they're able to open it up. Now, gotcha. that sounds complicated. The way they used to do it is hilarious, and it sounds like the way my five-year-old would figure out how to do this. <laughs> it would get close, and then they would get a giant robotic arm that would grab it, and then just kind of bring it over and just smash it into its own mouth. <laughs> <laughs> so... <laughs> And it, oh, I like that way better. Right? It does. It sounds like... So it, it used to look like you eating hot dogs. It just... <laughs> nah, like that's... The astronauts are sitting there with the joysticks making the noises as they're doing it. <laughs> nom, 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 nom. <laughs> so that's... that's Why are you tilting your whole body? <laughs> like, I got to, do the same thing. When you're trying to get a movement up... turn better. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Say, have you played Mario Kart? Uh, so oh that's... God. You know this, man. So it deploys 12 hooks. Yeah, so... Um, so everything that uh, Tesla's doing wrong, SpaceX is doing right. I don't like, like well, I said, they take the humans out of the equation. Well, yeah. well but, but like, the, look, the, autopilot works when you take the human out of the car. <laughs> well, even if there's people on this, they're just going to be passengers. Like there's not much. Yeah, yeah. but they're going to be like backseat oh. space flyers. Like why exactly. are you getting so close to the space station? Shut up, Lance Bass. <laughs> 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 and there's no semis in space. So, uh, well, so but they're what saying are you doing? the speed limit in space is a thousand forty five. So shut up, mom. The, uh, <laughs> Pull it over. You're getting out. <laughs> I will turn uh, this space Liz, capsule right around. <laughs> and space, Liz, you only measure things in the speed of light. Oh, for Christ's sake. So that'd be one tenth the speed of light, Liz. <laughs> We're two light seconds away. So Are the, we there yet? <laughs> the capsule. <laughs> Eject. <laughs> the capsule is actually, if everything goes well, they're expecting to be able to put human beings in this thing by uh, end of the summer. Yeah. Ooh. This year? Yeah. Which, yeah. Like, uh, yeah, of, of 2019, which is bonkers. I want to go to space. Yeah. See if there's a spot for you. $90 um, million dollars from the Russians. Yeah. If you want to go up on one of those yeah. things. Just saying. Well, it- that's, that's why... You know, the SpaceX doing this is so such a good thing, right? Because mm-hmm. we're still relying on the Russians right now to get back and forth from the space station and perform all of our spacey space type stuff. How with, far spacey away, space with all the shit. How far away are we from economy class? <laughs> with the Russians. Space, like when when does Spirit Airlines get involved? <laughs> Spirit <laughs> space. And start making I don't think you want to be on that delay. <laughs> N- no. Yeah, you're you're delayed. You're stuck in orbit for another five days. <laughs> Allegiant uh, Intergalactic. In, 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 case, in case of emergency. It would get off the ground. <laughs> in no, case of emergency, your lawn chair turns into a space flotation device. Listen, when Allegiant buys all the old space shuttles, then we know. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> Game on. Uh, all right. So the capsule is due to stay in the International Space Station until Friday, at this, uh, Friday, at which point it will detach and begin its journey back to Earth. This is, however, its journey back is where there may be a small snafu. Um, yeah, this, whole, the whole reentry thing. You, right. So this is the phase that's got Elon Musk just a hair worried. Uh, just, the, just a hair. The dragon's back shell or its heat shield is a somewhat irregular shape, and that could lead to temperature variations across the base of the capsule at hypersonic speeds. To quote Mr. Musk, it should be fine, but that'll be a thing to make sure it works on reentry. <laughs> Everything we know so far is looking positive. Unless something goes wrong, I should think we'll be flying people this year, this summer, hopefully. 
So okay, so, but so you know how like something really minor malfunctions on a roller coaster, and then they shut the ride down for like a good forty five minutes while everybody in line bitches and moans, but they test every single car yep. like five times just to make sure. Like he's gonna make sure that this one test flight is like okay, <laughs> and then he's gonna start sending people into space. Not him, <laughs> right? <laughs> oh, I won't be on it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, they're gonna. Yeah, I don't know if they're gonna how that part's gonna work. It's gonna, be, it's gonna be fine. It's gonna be fine. That roadster's fine. now fine. traveled further than any car in history. Yes, it Where has. Where is it now? On its way to Mars. Oh. Is it gonna crash into Mars or is it gonna do a flyby? It's awesome. gonna do a flyby. I want it to crash into Mars. I want it to land next to. No, we don't want it to crash into Mars. Want, be, it would be epic. That would be the greatest car accident. He <laughs> <laughs> could be like, got there first. Exactly. <laughs> That's true. And what do you know? The autopilot didn't Auto- fucking work. <laughs> Like I launched a car into space and I hit Mars. (laughs) (laughs) All it's mic drop. All of that empty space and you managed to find. So uh, why why don't don't they just take some of those flat earthers and put them in here and they can both test this and their theories? They'll still come up with a way to uh, discourage it. (laughs) It's an optical illusion. Uh, What's the guy uh, Eli? uh, The 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 flat earther that always goes on John Rogan's show. Oh God. Um, Oh oh oh. Eddie. Is it Mad Mike Hughes? No, 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 no. It's it's uh, Eddie uh, Bravo. Yeah, Eddie Bravo was on the other day. He Eddie came in Bravo. in the middle of a five-hour interview that he did with Alex Jones. Yeah, <laughs> and it was amazing. <laughs> Excellent. And I actually agreed with Alex Jones on something because he was going, "How can you think there's a flat Earth?" <laughs> did that just fuck your mind all the way up? Yeah. <laughs> he, and he goes, he goes, "Here's what we're gonna do. I'll pay for it. We're gonna put you on a ship." to Antarctica so you can see that it's not a freaking ice wall holding the ocean in. No, because that's not going to work because they're going to come up against like it doesn't. Yeah, you can't. Yeah, they're, they're so small. And brain. he's going to be like, Luke, see yeah. the ice Look, wall. I can't <laughs> see past that iceberg. So ha ha, that is the wall. <laughs> right. All right. Let me give you a statistic real quick. I just, just looked it up this Wikipedia. Um, SpaceX has launched the Falcon 9 rockets family um, 70 times they've mm-hmm. had 70 launches wow only one failure so like we say they'll be right into the summer but like they're launching a lot of these damn rockets yeah oh yeah, yeah. And, they, and to be clear they'll launch more than one dragon capsule before they like sign off on it exactly mm-hmm. and still even this summer what they're just they're making sure because if they can beat boeing and these other guys who are well behind them like none of them have anything happening this year like they're all looking at 2020 for the next imagine what's going to happen when elon tr- tests out the Neuralink. <laughs> like when they get the thing working he's going to be on like some next level crazy shit i think well, he's already on some well, once he get those once shit. he gets those billions from the government for landing the full i you know full space program yeah. like forget about it Okay, so back to the flat earth thing for like two seconds because apparently all we're going to talk <laughs> about go. apparently all we're going to talk about for the last three episodes is flat earth because of course like I have to Google things as you talk about them. And yeah. Eddie Bravo. So you Google his name and look up videos. So remember how when we got the comments on our YouTube video talking about how YouTube is deleting yeah. flat earth videos because there's nothing more mm-hmm. than a conspiracy theorist loves more than a conspiracy theory about their conspiracy theory. Right. So apparently that's like a legitimate thing is that people are like, like Eddie Bravo's flat earth interview was deleted from the internet because nobody wants you to know that the earth is really flat. Like this is happening. Yeah. YouTube, YouTube has gotten in a lot of hot water recently and has had to start like Facebook's the same thing. Like they've had to start showing Twitter, everybody, a a modicum of 
of responsibility for the content on there. Also, Eddie Bravo is like the bottom of the barrel of human beings. <laughs> I mean, like no one's He's gonna, like a third rate yeah. MMA fighter and a second rate comic. Is that what he is? Like, who is he? Like, what's his what's his claim to fame? Like, where did he? He's an MMA guy and a stand up comedian. Cool. He's like five percent Joe Rogan. Like he's right. he's and he's an asshole, like hundred <laughs> percent asshole. All right. Sweet. So what we got next? Yep. Oh, we're going to all right, are we? Oh, t- it's time for the draft. Oh boy! Bah, bah, bah. Boom, boom, Let's boom. do this. You guys, ready? Yeah, super, no, so, so so super ready. Talk us through it, uh, uh, draft master. Yeah, What's so, the plan here? So I mean, for the for the last last one of these, sadly, uh, we're gonna go big, right? And then we're gonna go home. <laughs> and, and, uh, so we're gonna in we're that gonna, order, though. I want to be really clear in yeah, that order. First, first we go large, right? Uh, with, with our drafts, and so we're gonna draft a franchise. So you're gonna, you're gonna you want to get the most eyeballs on this franchise. So you have to choose from all of geek culture, whatever you want to do. But uh, I do think that you probably want to go very large here, right? And obscure might not be the, uh, obscure the enemy of, of winning here. Mm-hmm. But uh, you need to have a, uh, a hero who's going to draw the audience in. You're going to have, uh, of course, his or her sidekick. Uh, two villains, because everybody loves uh, a good villain. Because uh, everybody loves Spider-Man 3. Mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, that, was like, <laughs> that was like eight villains. That's different. <laughs> I apologize for that, sir. <laughs> Don't. That was funny. <laughs> uh, and then you're going to have a uh, location for where this takes place. And so that could be uh, any sort of place of famous of, of, of a comic book or a place of a world or anything like that. Uh, and then you're going to have a storyteller. So the storyteller could be a director, could be a writer, could be a showrunner, could be however you sort of want to position this. But uh, you get to pick, and you can always, uh, it was always any draft, you can do it in any order you would like to. You don't really have to say who I'm picking for what, but it's sort of probably pretty apparent who your heroes and villains are, I would think. Uh, and your locations are probably going to be your locations. But, uh, but yeah, so, so that's what we're going to do. We're going to do this in order. So we were going to figure out an order first. So we're going to go one or two fingers here on the count of three. So the five of you, not the audience. Uh, we'll do. Although you can at home. Yeah, you can, can at home. Totally here. play along. Yeah, you're going to draft last, though, at home. But, you're uh, all going to lose. So you're going to do one or two fingers, and then we're going to start with uh, sorry, Elijah, and then we'll, we'll go around. And uh, so ready? One, two, three. All right, so two, four, six, seven, eight. So one, two, three, four, five, six, seven. Oh man, the sir himself uh, will will draft first. Oh god. Uh, so you'll you'll be going first, and then we will okay, we'll go clockwise. So Al will go second. All right. And, mm. uh, but we're gonna go snake style. So then we'll go Dan, Eli, and then we'll go back to Liz, and we'll go Liz again and back. Mm. Okay. So uh, we got six picks. Right everybody, everybody will get a chance to go. Yep. yep. All right. All right. All right. All right hang all right, on. Can, can I, audience? Um, there was a little pre-show drama, if I will, and let me just say. That, Al, you just w- you just witnessed how it's laid down, right? That's how you describe and lay down what's going to happen, sir. Mm. Just wanted to wow. Just like, want to throw that one out there. Like bring the, the pain. Wow, yeah. wow. All right, Ivan, what you got? I feel more prepared than I was a minute ago. I'm I can't just... wait. I can't wait for the VH1 behind the microphone for Geeks. <laughs> <laughs> Bonus episode. When I give my the, the B roll of B rolls, my tearful interview about how how we stifled all, my creativity. We should all oh. post a, a vlog post on on YouTube of why I left FGS. <laughs> oh my god! Can I go first? <laughs> <laughs> it's just gonna be pictures of our faces. Yeah, Dead these silence. assholes. <laughs> That's it. Anyway, All right. let's get drafted. Okay. Uh, since this is my first draft, uh, you said we don't have to pick like any. You can character? go in any any order you want. You can uh, you can say I'm drafting you know Mickey Mouse as my sidekick. You can do whatever you want. <laughs> I, I uh, think we should <laughs> say their position. 
If you, if so, you, yeah, I mean, it'll get confusing for our audience. Otherwise, to hard hard to track now. And and to be clear, then uh, as with any draft, once uh, each character can only be drafted once. Yeah. You cannot mm-hmm. draft them again. Right. Yes. Okay. Okay. No one else can draft them. I should say. All right. Well, uh, I'm gonna start with my more obvious choices uh, in the well, Star Wars. Choose one. Choose one. All right. <laughs> <laughs> so for my hero, I'm picking Cassian Andor from uh, Rogue One. Oh, nice. a good choice. We're, oh, off, we're off to an obscure start, which is exactly <laughs> hey. the draft master just said. No, I'm gonna start strong Rogue, one, like Rogue One was a major blockbuster. Yeah. It may not have made as much money as some of the other Star Wars movies, but, you know, still. Of, of the, you know, the uh, offshoot movies, it was the best of the offshoot movies. So That's true. Cassian Andor off the board, unexpected. Uh, but, uh, <laughs> <laughs> it was like, not the, like number one overall is pick. That? <laughs> yeah. who is that guy, I guarantee you that guy was sitting in the audience going, wait, that's a who? great, <laughs> great, great punter you got there. <laughs> <laughs> All right. I'm uh, you're next. I'm going to go for my I'm going to go for my big one. The one I'm really worried about here mm-hmm. uh, for my main hero. I am drafting Tyrion Lannister Ooh. from Game of Thrones. Ooh. Good call. All right. All right. Okay. All right. That's uh, that was the only that's the only pick I that mean, I was really worried about. The show is o- over and done and been done. So I don't know why you picked that. Just saying. What? He's, he's, he's making gonna, he's making a joke. Yeah. Oh, I'm like what? Okay. I'm not laughing. <laughs> like trigger doesn't even begin. To <laughs> My All eyes right. twitching so hard right now. Like, what are you talking about? You're wrong about everything. Bad I'm person actually... to be sitting next to. <laughs> mm-hmm. I'm gonna go with Eleven from Stranger Things. As oh. my mm. hero, okay. your hero. All right, all right. Good all right. One. Okay. Mm-hmm. So we're we doing this. I mean, you guys went hero first. I just, I feel, I feel like that's what we're doing. We, we are doing this. We're doing here. Wait, wait to be a conformist. My hero is John McClane. Oh, <laughs> all right. Okay. Awesome. Yippee ki yay, motherfucker! All right. Here now. Now here, I want. I'm gonna ask for a little question. The geek, but well, unbreakable. I'm gonna That's a different character. Correct, but the actor <laughs> plays. I'm saying the actor has geek cred. But no, no, his name is Bruce Willis. I like John he's McClane. Going degrees of I Kevin am Bacon so sorry. Are you a draft master? <laughs> well, in my That's free true. time, right. I am actually. <laughs> You're right. That's fair. Uh, actually, here's what I need to know: mm-hmm. the FGS league. Which, which, uh, uh, which, which, which movie? Which, which Christmas Eve. I mean, well, I mean, yeah, I mean, are, well, you, are we like original Die Hard? Original. Okay, we're oh, going okay, original yeah, John McClane. Correct. Because he didn't necessarily like if you want live free or die hard, John McClane. That's yeah. a very different. <laughs> I mean, that one's a superhero. That one is actually. <laughs> he is. That I mean, one yeah. is. He does at some point. Yeah. Pick up some goddamn. They push the boundaries with what like a normal man could do. Like a normal man's not jumping on an F sixteen. Right. <laughs> right. Or taking out a helicopter with a car. That too. Yeah. Anyway, okay, so John McClane. Ooh, so that's how they got Fast and Furious. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> right, Liz, you're up for two picks here. Okay, so my first pick, uh, I'm going to go with my storyteller first because I didn't understand the assignment, and I originally had chosen Morgan Freeman because I was like, well, who would I want to narrate my movie? Exactly. <laughs> As you do. We all Every, thought that. Every single one of <laughs> us. Everybody oh, like, my Damn it, God. I didn't uh, think that. So There's a I, lot of belly aching. I'm, I'm not <laughs> picking Morgan Freeman uh, my, so for my storyteller because no, regardless of whatever I end up with on my team here. I want there to be lots of um, action adventure uh, dragons and incest. So I'm going with George R. R. Martin as my storyteller. <laughs> so it's never going to get so season out. six not yeah. happening. Yeah, totally. No season There's six. Absolutely. No. Season right. six. So I'd like to uh, so interrupt briefly. So our first round choices, uh-huh. uh, there were five of them. I had exactly one of these as a possible choice during the show. <laughs> Interesting. Uh, 
and it was the fifth. <laughs> yes. <laughs> there we go. <laughs> Not right. expecting Cassian, in, however. <laughs> we'll allow it. Um, <laughs> and then for, um, I'll go with my hero. Uh, now that everybody else has already drafted their heroes, so I guess I'm not going to lose any of my heroes. But uh, you might question the geek on this one, but, you know, I always say seek your geek, and my hero is going to be Ron Swanson. Ooh, oh. I like that. <laughs> yeah, no, I'm down. Very nice. <laughs> I like I'm down. that. I'm down. Ron Swanson. Yeah, totally. So what? Ron Swanson. Mm. Respect. Are you going to be fighting the Bratzies? <laughs> you don't know who my villains are yet. <laughs> okay. Ron Swanson with George R. R. Martin at the helm. Yep. All right. All right. I'm going to go with my number one villain. It's going to be none other than Dr. Evil. Oh. Okay. All, yeah. right. all right. Yeah. Yeah. I want all the money. <laughs> all the bald guys going on. <laughs> I, got, you know, you I, I know where I'm going. I am not allowed to be the storyteller. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so I've got 11 for my hero. For my sidekick, I'm going to go with five. Oh, also from Stranger Things. No, from the Umbrella Academy. Umbrella Academy. Oh, yeah. five. There we go. So we've got a telepath in, in oh. 11. And then in five, we have, uh, you know, he can travel through th- space and time. I forgot about the Umbrella Academy. That's yeah. a good call. Um, and they're both numbers. <laughs> oh, I'm God. seeing a theme if you here. you can make numbers the whole are? way down. <laughs> oh, God. So uh, I'm going to draft uh, one of my villains next. Um, so we've got Tyrion, uh, and we need something. We need somebody who could, who could provide a challenge for somebody like Tyrion. Uh, and so we're going uh, uh, the Joker from Batman the Animated Series. Of course. Ooh, yeah. Okay. All right. Okay. So we've you got had to qualify that. Well, on. listen, you need it's to. It's you drafting. Well, I mean, listen, Heath Ledger's Joker is another acceptable pick. Sure. But it's, it's you drafting. We need... Come on. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I mean, obviously, I wanted the best Joker, so I went with Mark Hamill's. Anyway, uh, Ivan. Up for two. I just want to retract my hero one. <laughs> <laughs> well, no. And the reason I say that, because I have like five or six different sets of, mm-hmm. you know, hero sidekick, you know, and they go together. And yeah. I'm like, are they, uh, are they color coded? Because that's called no, no, that's somebody, I heard somebody showed up with a color coded. Some, mine, no, no, no. mine was color coded. And I think that. in this situation, we call that handcuffing. Mm, that is, that is what that is called. Yeah. Ivan, mean, you look at your list and you pick the side piece you think is. That's not how you use that word. No, that's not what that is. I don't think that means what you think. My side pieces are in a list, right? No, wait, no. To Elijah's defense, his side pieces are nuggets, fries, onion rings, onion rings, milkshakes. All right, so those are his. It's it's four for five dollars. They're all side pieces. Don't forget nacho fries, oh, which are no. legit. I actually, I would like to make a move. Uh, I would like to make a motion uh, uh, to the draft master. I would like to make a motion to allow Ivan uh, to repick his hero. Uh, you can do that. That's fine. Okay. Well, same well, fra- well. same franchise, but I think I think this story would be much more interesting. Mm-hmm. So we're gonna change Cassian to uh, Chirrut Imway. Hold on, is he losing? Is that that now counts as as one of your picks though? No, no, no. Like, He's just not- we're letting him, he. This is his first draft. We've done these things like a bunch of times. Ugh, okay. we, it's our last. Yeah, one. Like I, I have no excuse for being bad. Ivan does. What are we replacing Cassian with? Uh, Chirrut Imway. Who's that? Right, so now we're getting more obscure. Okay. I was I was trying to help you out, man. <laughs> okay, <Yeah>. cool. <laughs> I've been explained who that is. So, Chert Emway, he is the blind uh, guardian of the wills from also from Rogue One. Forrest Whitaker. 
No, mm, okay. no, that's Saul Guerrero. No, no, that's Saul Guerrero. He was. The oh no, no, the blind badass. Yes, the blind badass. The blind badass. The force and the force was with him. Yes, yes, yes. yes. Sorry, that sorry, sorry. That guy. So he's the hero. Oh, yeah, going after, I like it. Going after the uh, the handicapped, the, the blind. Liz, good, good, good group to have on your side. Lips, right? like he was ready. Yeah, yeah I'm really. Just, boom. I'm really bummed out. <laughs> devastated. Because he was definitely like number he one on my side piece list. I know. Side piece. Oh man! All right, so we got. Uh, all right, so we replaced Cassian. Okay, with uh, the blind badass, and of course for the so, so my now, next now one is going to be sidekick, uh, and it's going to of course be base Malbus. So he's of, the, of course he's the, <laughs> no, obvious. Have you Naturally. guys not seen Rogue One? Oh my god! I thought you're all nerds. So wait, which I wait, which one is this? Who base. his boyfriend? That's the dude. The dude. The, the dude, dude with a big gun that killed everybody. There we go. Oh, okay, his boyfriend. Okay, sure. got it. Okay, sure. Yeah, gotcha. Hey. It's hard to remember names we can't pronounce. I'm just saying. <laughs> That's true. They really don't say the names that much in that movie. They do to not. To be honest. Right. Yeah. The blind badass, the, the big blind dude badass with the gun. The, big yeah. dude with the, gun. the boyfriend yeah. of the big gun. Like do they say any names in that movie? I'm sure they do. Uh, briefly. I literally only liked the sassy robot. That K- was like the, K- only, was the only thing I liked about Rogue One. He was one of my other choices. Uh, you, got a, uh, <laughs> you, got a, you got a third pick coming here. Uh, third pick? Um, whoa, whoa. Yeah, yeah, yeah. because he just replaced Cassie. Oh, obviously. gotcha. No. Yeah. yeah, and then he replaced it with a second. Yeah, we're not making him play by the rules. Oh, gotcha. No, no, no. <laughs> we're just letting him. <laughs> I already tried him to go. argue this. Trust me. We just. Oh, let him I got it. No, I got it. I got it. We're, we're, we're round three going back this way now. Put those, put those down. Put those down. Put them down. Okay. Drink. Drink carefully. Wait, what? So huh? my showrunner, what? I'm going to make my showrunner storyteller is going to be Timothy Zahn. Oh, okay. So Timothy Zahn is the um, author of the only Star Wars, old school Star Wars books that matter. That's true. <laughs> And some of the new ones too, right? Yeah, yeah. Thrawn specifically. The, the Thrawn, yeah, the Thrawn trilogy. Still a little obscure, uh, but I, w- I wouldn't. I went obscure Star Wars on this one. <laughs> is Thrawn like Tron, just like pronounced with H in there? It is not. I mean, there's they're both blue. They are both. They blue. are both blue. Yeah. See. Yeah. Uh, and kind of all knowing, I guess. <laughs> <laughs> uh, all right. So I'm gonna go with my location next. Because I'm pretty, I'm pretty excited about my location here. So Tyrion and the Joker are gonna be battling it out. Uh, I'm actually going for a kind of a like a detectivey feel here. Okay. Right. So it's gonna be set in uh, the Harry Potter universe, specifically in Diagon Alley and Nocturne Alley, and that whole little Ooh. that whole little area right Ooh, there. Okay. Some urban. Okay. Warfare so wait, what do you on. have so far? You have Tyrion facing off against the Joker. Okay. You have your hero and your vi- and one of your villains. Right. In the location, there's gonna be some really inappropriate okay. jokes coming out of him too. Okay. Oh yeah. Okay. Oh yeah, yeah. Yeah. Well, that's the thing. I liked because the Harry Potter, the Harry Potter universe is very, very squeaky clean. But you get mm-hmm. like hints of, you know, the underside of stuff going on here, and I think that'd be, that'd be really interesting. Right on. So there we go. All right. Damn. All right. So uh, on the good side, we've got eleven and five. So they've got to face off against their nemesis, Q. <laughs> Damn. <laughs> that that one actually was on my list. <laughs> of course. Q is on my list. Of Q my from list. Uh, Star, Star, Star Trek, Trek The Next Trek. Generation. Q's awesome. The, mm. uh, Excellent discussion last week. I did enjoy oh, that one. Thank you. Look at that. Yeah, we covered that last week. We did, as a matter of fact. And, and I listened to it. All six hours of it. <laughs> <laughs> right. Correct. All right, so I've got um, a very straight... Badass John McClane is my hero. Dr. Claw is the just over the top, ridiculous hero. Oh, Dr. Oh, sorry, villain. villain. No. Well, no. Well, well, Dr. Evil? 
Dr. Claw. Dr. You said, you said Dr. Dr. Evil. Dr. Evil. Remember yeah. we all did this? Yes, right. Dr. Yeah. Evil. Yes. Not Dr. Claw. Dr. Claw would be Inspector Gadget. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Also, also a good choice. Also a good choice. Also <laughs> great. <laughs> wait, wait. If you written down, I have them both. That was, <laughs> no, that was the backup. If he drafted Dr. Claw, he gets the cat automatically, right? It comes with it. Yes. Okay. It's a, side, it's a side piece. It's a okay. side piece. It's a side piece. Right. Still, we're so still... But, but, but Dr. Evil gets Mini-Me. It's a side piece. I was about to say. That's like a package. Yeah. I think it is. It's a package. One of the great things about the drafts is you don't think about the fact that like you can bring in... Well, he had the hairless cat, too. Get the oh, he's got Ooh. definitely the airless cat. That's a three for one. Yeah, I'm all about value. What, what was the cat's name? <laughs> value. Pets the four for five dollar. <laughs> this is like Mister Bigglesworth. Like the, How do you not remember the cat's oh, yeah. name? Bigglesworth. <laughs> Bigglesworth. All right. So the um, uh, I'm gonna throw my side piece out there. So, uh, so it's a balance. It's John McClane's serious badassness with Doctor Evil's over the top shenanigans. I have the uh, comical Neville Longbottom. From the Harry Potter universe. Okay, you, I'm sorry. You mean the true hero of Harry Potter? Exactly, because you know. <laughs> yeah. Now we need to know again. I need to know where along Neville's journey is he joining up with John McClane? Like, book one, goofy <laughs> fall over idiot, or book you know, or or, 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 or or book seven. I just got the head off a snake. Al, a real artist leaves the interpretation up to their reader, right, okay. to their audience. In other words, he hasn't thought that hard about it. <laughs> <laughs> right. Is it a? Uh, is it my turn again? Way to, to blow my spot. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so I am gonna go for. So I've got two this time, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, got two. Yeah. So I'm gonna pick up my first villain because I'm really worried that there was gonna be some overlap here, and I really want this one. So um, we're gonna go with zombie Hitler riding a T-Rex. <laughs> oh yes. What? <laughs> From this Iron Sky too. Uh, I was about to say, is this another Iron, Iron Sky reference? Uh, and so, no, hang on, he's got to finish writing down uh, uh, <laughs> zombie Hitler riding a T Rex, and I want to yep. give him the time to write that down <laughs> because that needs to be something that he has written down in his life. Uh, not yet, but now. Okay. <laughs> okay. Uh, and where else would you fight zombie Hitler riding a T Rex other than Hollow Earth? Oh, oh. Obvious. right. Obviously, Hollow Earth. <laughs> Liz, discs don't have an inside. <laughs> what? <laughs> what? What have you not learned during our last three episodes? A lot. <laughs> it's, it's under the disc. All right. All right. <sighs> All right. On the uh, rolling our way back here. Now we got John McClane. Oh, God. Liz just did too. That's right. We got Dr. Evil. Oh, I, I panicked. All right. So yeah, John McClane, Dr. Evil, the, uh, the comical yet true hero of Neville Longbottom. And the, well, let's, let's save the location. Um, the second villain is, uh, you know, it's, it's not necessarily geek, but I got to bring in some real worldness here. I'm torn between the, you know what? I'm, I'm going all for it. It's, uh, it's global warming. That's the, <laughs> what? that's the real villain here, guys. That's the real villain. What? Global warming. At least pick a captain planet villain. No. <laughs> Listen. Okay. So now so I don't do feel so want, bad about my choices. Uh, do you want global warming from the M. Night Shyamalan movie? Is that the one you're drafting? All, all of the above, <laughs> sir. All of the above. Wait, from which, Geostorm? Wait, wait, wait. Which, which, Geostorm. Oh, my God. Day after tomorrow? Which M. Night Shyamalan movie had... The trees. It was the one, the one with the trees, right? Yeah. Was that global warming oh, or was that, that just... Exactly the same the happening. Okay. Listen, all right. Oh, God. Happening. Like, all of the cool, like... Armageddon movies are global warming other than Armageddon itself. <laughs> right. Basically. Just. I mean, it was that or uh, Kim Jong-un, but I was like, <laughs> global warming is, that's the right, that, that's fit in the spot. I look forward to the show. Team America. John McClane, <laughs> the camera on him as he faces Sarah down global Yeah, warming. I want to know. <laughs> yeah. Don like, Hard 8. <laughs> who does he shoot 
when he says yippee ki yay motherfucker. That's the error. That, that's the problem. That, that is John McClane's. Uh, that's his dilemma. He can't just shoot this problem away. Uh, he has to go pee on the <laughs> ice caps. <laughs> on the ice caps. <laughs> or just shoot trees or something. We know that's yeah. the way to do it. Oh, my uh, goodness. All right, Dan. All right, so uh, teaming up with uh, Q to face off against 11 and 5, I have Lord Yu from Stargate SG-1. You got a, you got a, he's a uh, Guo old system lord. He's got a theme, and I appreciate that. He's alphanumeric. Hey, I made it work. Uh, uh, I'll tell you what, I had Lord Yu wow. going in the second round. This is really <laughs> this is shocking to me. He fell all the way to the fourth. <laughs> that, See, I'm not the only one that went obscure <laughs> with this. <laughs> But the ratio of things I know to things I don't like if if, <laughs> if Jeff Master had to text the answers to this on a flip phone like he he would choose Dan just for <laughs> brevity, <laughs> right? I could T nine this one real quick. Exactly. <laughs> it was a lot faster writing down four my selection three. than Liz's. Four plus three equals nine. Wait, what? All right, <sighs> I'm gonna go ahead and draft my other villain here uh, in order to really keep things going. And I like I want to balance out the Joker's insanity with something a little bit more. A little bit more organized and specific, so I am going with uh, Kingpin okay. uh, for Vincent D'Onofrio's uh, Kingpin from the Netflix. That one in particular, okay, okay. I feel like he'll do. I think I feel like he'll do really well in the world of Nocturne Alley mm. uh, as he buys up all the real estate in Diagon Alley. <laughs> so I think he said diagonally. <laughs> <laughs> like I love. Ivan's on because he makes me feel so funny. Like, like, but Liz, you know, like forty-five listeners just went, oh, <laughs> <laughs> I get it. Oh no, Diagonally. <laughs> what did he say? <laughs> All right, Ivan. Oh man. Oh Jesus. Mm-hmm. All right, I'm gonna go off script on this one. Uh-oh. Uh-oh. <laughs> oh boy! This is- I actually took it serious, and I was actually like, "Oh, it would be a great show to see these two battle the blah 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 blah." Like, no, no, I'm gonna go crazy with this. <laughs> um, so I'm gonna say they're gonna for my villain. I'm gonna pick Hydra. Mm. Okay. Okay. All right. A, Every, everybody's going cross, but like, is that an organization? Pa- I mean, I guess I can't really like because I mean, we let him have global that right. <laughs> <laughs> If we can fight concepts, we can definitely <laughs> fight I organizations. Mean, we could call it Red Skull, and then you could do scientifically some. proven global events. Dan. Okay. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> Not concepts. Theories. <laughs> Punch it, okay? And if Hydra's Ivan going like. His his form of eccentric, right? Like, uh, you're not not you're not planning my bachelor party, buddy. <laughs> <laughs> Good idea. All right, so we got Hydra. You got one more coming. Um, and to go along with that, so the second villain will be uh, Viper. Viper of mm-hmm. Hydra. She is Madam oh, yeah. Hydra. But you get all of. But you get Hydra. all of Hydra. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Hydra. Hydra because you can have Hydra with very doubling down. All right, go for it. Okay, I'm gonna. Hydra has to have a leader. I'm gonna grab my showrunner next. Okay. And uh, uh, I hope you appreciate my pick here, because mm-hmm. if I want like a gritty detective-ish type mm-hmm. show, I need a showrunner who's gonna appreciate the comic inspirings here. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So I went with uh, with your boy, Kevin Smith. That's a good. That's good. Off my list, bastard. I am the commander. I listen. I'm surprised. The, the biggest showrunners in the world are still sitting out there. 
Oh, is it because none of us knew what the fuck a showrunner Well, you're, you're the only one to choose a showrunner. Well, no, she, she's got one of the biggest. Oh, she, she won more. That's that one. You don't draft a, a kicker list. in the first round. It's fine. Whoa, 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 whoa. <laughs> well, no, no, Dan. 100% of the time you draft a kicker first round because you know where you're going from there. Up. <laughs> <laughs> Sports puns. <laughs> uh, <laughs> Damn. So I could see Al giving me a little slack on this one for my location. I'm not going in a very specific spot. Earth. Well, the 616 uh, universe. Ah, uh, that's so much bigger than Earth. Okay. Yeah. So, so 11 and 5 is. versus Q and U in the 616. What's the six? Tell them what the six one six is. That is the the primary comic book universe for Marvel. Uh, okay. All right. Okay. All right. Is that an area code somewhere? No. Or does it just happen to be multiverse number? Yeah. Oh, All right. So I am going to choose next. Good. My <laughs> storyteller. All right. And. So, so we got straight John McClane with the uh, shenan- not shenanigans, with the, the, the clumsy, lovable, yet true hero of Neville Longbottom, the over-the-top shenanigans of Dr. Uh, Evil, right? Um, also uh, balanced by the overwhelming global warming, right? Sure, 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 sure. Telling, you know, I got to save that one. Um, they are doing this battle in the eccentric and exciting Bollywood. <laughs> awesome. That's been one of my geeks. You got you heard me talking about it, guys. Every, yeah. Everyone's heard me talk about it. Listen, <laughs> yep. if you're not riding the Bollywood train on Netflix, I'm Hulu. just picturing Dr. Evil dancing. Yeah. Oh, listen, <laughs> a la Buffy style. There will be at least one major uh, musical episode. What's uh, more with feeling? Yeah. Yep. If it's Bollywood, there's got to be at least way more than one. Right. <laughs> well, I mean, at least once with feeling. <sighs> okay. All right. Uh, so I'm going to go ahead and close up my team here because I've got my, uh, my double pick. So um, I'm going to go ahead and pick my second villain first because while zombie Hitler on a T-Rex and this villain might share a somewhat common goal, again, as Al stated for his two villains, somebody with such a radical idea um, as zombie Hitler riding a T-Rex um, mm-hmm. needs somebody a little bit more logical to kind of help bring the plan together in a more constructive way. So while they both might be more logical than zombie Hitler riding a T-Rex, <laughs> while, right? while they both might be focusing on what they might consider to be an overpopulation problem, <laughs> um, Thanos would be my second choice because nice. he's an equal opportunity murder everyone villain. It's fair. It's fair. They, they would, I think they would, I think they would be really. Yes. I think they'd be really at odds. There's, there's a <laughs> contingent of people that would say he's the, the hero, the real hero, Liz. <laughs> All right. Um, and then for my final pick, uh, for my side piece, uh, <laughs> since I'm going with uh, Ron Swanson as my hero, uh, as you know, if anyone knows mm-hmm. Ron Swanson's character, you know that in the show Parks and Recreation, his sidekick, if you will, is um, April Ludgate, who was my my roller derby, roller derby name, yes. alter ego, yeah. if you will. Mm-hmm. Um, and you know, he runs once and needs somebody by his side that, uh, is going to greatly annoy him, but that he's also going to respect. Uh, so I've picked rocket raccoon. Ooh. Ooh. Damn. I, can I tell you right now? Mm. I would watch the hell out of that. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> totally. I actually, I also have a Ron Swanson question. Now is this like primarily like 
spit wisdom from behind their desk, Ron Swanson, or like out and about causing shenanigans, Ron Swanson? Well, this is like out and about, like 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 he gets his power from Lagavulin and whiskey and, right. and medium rare <laughs> steak, and like you know he, he can build a log cabin on the fly if need be, yeah. like you know. Right, because all he really has to do is just spin his chair around and spit like one sentence of wisdom, <laughs> and all the problems are solved. That's a, I yeah. yeah 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 that's. I want all of your bacon and eggs. <laughs> <laughs> all right, so there's only two people I deem qualified to balance um, my list of eccentric characters and personalities. Now, one is extremely geek and one is extremely not geek. So, uh, I don't know. Um, uh, well, I think... You already picked global warming, so like you might as well pick your whatever your heart desires. <laughs> my, is, my, it, is it heart? Is it listen, heart from I, Captain Planet? Listen, I need the audience, right? <laughs> That's like, the villain. I don't all I care about... rogue. Yeah, all I care about you is ticket sales. I care about ticket sales. I got the environmentalists, right? I got... Okay. I got, I got everybody. You're right. Telling the story is Tyler Perry. Oh, oh God. God. <laughs> <laughs> so, so, so he's going to play like eight parts. He's so going to be global I, warming. Hey, well, well, Medea <laughs> Brown plays global no, no. warming. <laughs> I mean, I have my main actors and this is, I, I spent all my money on like, you know, John McClane and, and Dr. <laughs> Dr. Evil. So yeah, he's to play the rest of the parts. <laughs> <laughs> so John McClane yeah. is mm-hmm. fighting Dr. Evil and global warming mm-hmm. in Bollywood. <laughs> Written uh, by Tyler Perry. As, as written by Tyler Perry. Assisted Who's by, a sidekick? Ass, assisted by Neville he Longbottom. Hasn't, he hasn't picked sidekick. Yeah, 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 assisted Neville. by Neville oh, Longbottom. Right, right, right. Sorry, yeah. sorry, sorry. All right. You got it? So we, well, what have we got left? One more villain? No, no he's done. That's, that's, it. That's he's done. We're wrapping up. This is it. Oh, that's right. It's last round. Okay. Dan, you're up. Okay. So I've got my young female lead with superpowers teaming up with a snarky male sidekick. Facing off against Q and Lord Yu, these great space entities. So the only one that could put that all together, you can say his name in four letters. Joss. Mm. <laughs> yeah, did you win Joss? Mm-hmm. You grabbed him. I, he, was not, he was obviously on my list, mm-hmm. <laughs> but I didn't. Joss who? Whedon. Jo- Josh? Whedon. <laughs> Will. Okay, I'm seriously stuck on my sidekick because I have who my heart wants. Mm-hmm. Wesley, but then I have, <laughs> but then I have, then I have to, I have to think about, I have to think about what actually is going to work to win the game. You know, if we can't decide the quality of your, your thing here based by the beard of your psychic, you're not doing it right. That's all I got to say. That is going to go poorly for me then. <laughs> <laughs> Just kidding. Go ahead. <sighs> Follow your heart. Yeah, this is fantastic podcast. I, I know, right? This, this is our most riveting audio I've ever just, heard. Just give me a second here. <laughs> All right, we're a, gonna a we're gonna sell like his side Eat. pieces. He doesn't have a great list of side pieces. I mean, I have an amazing list of side pieces, but if we're gonna go with the one that is gonna help with the most, we're gonna go with sidekicks. You want to borrow my side piece? Go with no, your heart. A bunch of <laughs> no, go with your heart right in the middle. <laughs> nope, I'm gonna do I'm gonna do the one that's gonna put asses in seats, and I'm actually gonna draft Morgan Freeman. Uh, specifically, son of a bitch. Specifically, <laughs> as Lucius Fox yes. uh, from The Dark Knight. Okay. Very no, nice. no, no. You, you should draft him as like that Family Guy episode where he wants his own theme music, where Morgan Freeman just walks around and narrates everything the hero does. 
Nope, I'm going to do it right. We're going to do the thing. So Lucius Fox from The Dark Knight. Well, that is uh, his greatest sidekick power is narrating. Exactly. Right. I'm so surprised you didn't draft him as God. Well, that would have been a little OP. Uh, <laughs> conflict there. All right, Ivan. Finish this off. Oh, God. All right. So looking back on this, I know I totally... Oh, don't worry. I'll ruin my own. <laughs> no, don't worry. Elijah, <laughs> go ahead. <laughs> All right. So to sum up, uh, so we have, who did I pick here? So we got, uh, exactly. Two, <laughs> yeah. So we got the two badasses of rogue one fighting Hydra and their fearless leader, uh-huh. uh, as fighting, written fighting by Hydra and Hydra, Hydra and the leader of Hydra <laughs> Two non-powered Jedi's fighting Hydra. <laughs> All right. As written by Timothy Zahn. Right. Right. And they're going to fight in the negative zone. In the negative zone. Thank God. I was afraid you were going to sell out on the last board there. <laughs> so the negative zone is from, uh, it's probably the fantastic four. Yeah. Yeah. So, uh, somewhere along the line, uh, Wait, what, what's the Superman thing called the zone? That's not negative zone where he no. banishes Zod. No, that's, um, the neutral zone. I don't know. No, that's where the <laughs> so the Klingons in the sure. Desert. No, the um, no, I can't remember. Reed Richards uh basically needs a spot to keep sticking all these supervillains, so he creates the negative zone where he just throws bad guys without any trial, uh, mm-hmm. and leaves them there indefinitely. Because there's a lot of, I mean, I had it on there because I had a, a few picks on it for villains that were known for being like controlling the negative zone or being in the negative zone. So, hmm. gotcha. Um, and so that was. All right. I love it. Yeah. Let's do it. We'll go with that. It took everything in my being not to draft five like athletes. Like, knowing our draft master, I wanted to come in and be like, <laughs> Super. Yeah, I came this close to yeah. just casting the new yeah. Picard series. Because I could pull oh, five. Oh, nice. I could pull five athletes of geekdom. I'm like Shaquille O'Neal. Michael Jordan. Exactly. Wait, he's going Shazam, Kazam, 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 Kazam. No, Shazam. No, no, Shazam's the movie that's coming out soon. Was it Kazam? Kazam's a great app. That's I mean, it's such an amazing movie. We all remember exactly. Shazam's the app. Yeah, Kazam. I once fooled Shazam. It is Kazam. At karaoke once, I fooled Shazam. Oh, yeah? Yeah. I sang a Bare Naked Lady song, and this lady came up to me, and she's like, I always try when somebody sings well, I see if they can fool Shazam. You know, the first person who did it, and she bought me drinks the rest of the night. Awesome. Wow. Fantastic. But if you fool Shazam, that's like a bad thing, right? Like, Shazam has no idea what you're singing? No. No, no, no. no like, it thought no, that like I was Bare Naked Oh, nice. Got, oh, yeah. pops, buddy. All right, draft master. Uh, <laughs> that had to I'm be... <laughs> <laughs> uh, well, so... <laughs> We, we drafted 30 things. We did. That we, did happen. That, that, yes, there were 30. <laughs> well, 29, 30. I think, between Hydra and Hydra's leader. <laughs> uh, <laughs> one of them is debatable whether or not it's man-made, but, you know, other than... <laughs> oh, <laughs> oh, shit. Damn. All of Dan's make up one word. Way go take. <laughs> oh, man. Uh, it was only about five or six I actually thought would be drafted here. Um, <laughs> honestly, welcome for Geek's Egg. Yep. Pretty good percentages, all things considered. <laughs> Yes, I uh, I am fascinated to see how George R. R. Martin handles. Uh, I had some rock, great rock narrators. Raccoons. Like I think that like that would be I'd uh, be really interested to see how he wrote that. Sure. Yeah. Um, Al, I think your team is the most uh, I would say I guess high profile. The team that you you chose the most uh, well known. Yeah, I really wanted. Can I say right now? I wanted Castiel as my 
to go with Tyrion. I love the idea of Tyrion and Castiel Ooh. from Supernatural, but I didn't think our draft master would know what to watch Supernatural. So yeah. Castiel is that like, like it's an angel, son of Jorel or something. <laughs> <laughs> Just saying that name, he looks like he was biting on a lemon. Yeah. It's the one of the greatest. All right, doesn't yeah. doesn't feel right in your mouth. You know, <laughs> <it> just doesn't. <laughs> Uh, un- <laughs> unclear what Ivan was doing. <laughs> <laughs> he was having a good time, damn it. But uh. he ended up with a really interesting show. Like I, I both like uh, Rogue One quite a lot, and I'm very familiar with both of the villains, which is uh, more than I can say for some of these things. Uh, like <laughs> zombie Hitler riding a T-Rex. <laughs> Which I can picture, but I don't I mean, it's, awesome. it's pretty self-explanatory. It's, yeah, that one's, yeah, it's, I mean, it's, it's all like, in the title. Still <laughs> confused so how... So there's a movie called Iron, Iron, uh, Iron Wings? Right? Iron Sky. Iron Sky. Sky. You guys yeah. talked about it on the show, right? The, fir- yeah. the first movie was... They went to the moon or something? Yeah, like moon Nazis. <laughs> they were fighting moon Nazis. And now it's dino Nazis. And now, and now it's now it, the second movie is now Hitler has been like zombified and he's living in hollow. So it is the Transformers just come back to like with the dino, Yes, the dino yeah, actually, yes yeah, that's not too far off. Decepticons are involved in there. Uh... I don't know how global warming is going to do mm. as a villain. Such a hot topic, though. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> I mean, no one's figured out how to fight it yet. But um, we actually we <laughs> we have we actually absolutely know. Well, no one's put forth the plan to fight it. Yeah, you just nope, nope. No, also, no, that happened right, too. Yep, nope, yep. That's happened <laughs> too. Yeah. You got to listen to the smart people. Yeah, but I, I think ultimately. Tyler Perry has never lost. <laughs> Tyler, ooh, Tyler Perry has never lost. Son of a bitch. <laughs> and there are a billion people who like Bollywood. So I, I think when it comes to starting this franchise, the, uh, the man who picked fourth. This is crap. You're this is may garbage. have finished the, first. The man that there's t- no way literally took this, this the least serious this, out of no, anybody no. at this This table. was me spreading my wings, Liz. Oh. I was spreading my <laughs> drafting wings. Spread your wings and fly the fuck out I was out expanding of my... I got a million Bobby Brown. <laughs> <Yeah>. Damn it. <laughs> expanding my geekosphere to include not just comic books uh, and movies. Now listen, I'm not going to enjoy this at all. Let's be very clear. I'm not going to watch this. Like, no interest in that. I don't, you know, like, Can we, I mean, Al, look I at would, that. Like that's bring that's me a up, good knock show. Knock me down. I like what you're doing there. Yeah, I, I, Keep I, me honest. I like, I like Ivan show quite a lot. That's why he's a sir. Like, I, I uh, Build, break, build. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Li, 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 Liz's he's choices. A, he's I, a true leader. Liz's shows were tremendous. Uh, Al, yours were, were ones I knew, which is uh, more than I can say for most. <laughs> <laughs> so I appreciate that fact. Uh, and and uh, unfortunately, I do not watch Stranger Things, but I am familiar with the oh, okay. the well, concept okay. of that. Yeah. Uh, and 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 uh, so cultural Q, phenomenon. Yeah. <laughs> Q is uh, is one of my favorites. So I, I excellent. Uh, and Joss Whedon, he also does not do a lot of losing. Uh, right. Well, so he really uh, doesn't. And, well, and the Marvel universe is pretty sweet, but especially uh, with a teenage female lead. Uh, so can we can we talk about the fact that nobody gra- no, nobody grabbed Kevin Feige? How, if Kevin Feige listens to this episode, Listen out. how devastated is he? <laughs> Four no of us thought we were drafting narrators until five <laughs> minutes before the show. I, but I, when you think showrunner, how is Kevin Feige not the Kevin first thing? Showrunner. Storyteller. storyteller. Kevin Feige's used up. He's done. He's like a spent banana peel on the side of the road. Yeah. Like you need something fresh. Ow. I had Russo brothers. Russo brothers. Work. Yeah, they're on my list. All right. Well, there we go, folks. Uh, uh, we'd love for you to sound off too. Go ahead and tell everybody how I won that draft. <laughs> uh, <laughs> if we have any oh studious boy. listeners out there that have recorded um, all of our drafts, like the the winnings and losings, um, maybe send it in and let us know the overall winning of all time for Geek Sake. <laughs> <laughs> I've been. I'm just. Say, I've been robbed repeatedly saying, in these drafts. You know, mm. 
Stephen Hawking's might have put me over the edge there. <laughs> Tyler Perry. Jesus Christ. <laughs> he was not no, drafted. I, no, not he was not. not no, no. But he, he was available in the heroes. Uh, yeah, definitely. Don't. I think drafting as a villain is a weird choice. Uh, but you know what? I bet he makes a great showrunner. He tells a good story. I mean, if global warming was the hero. Oh, <laughs> then he could be the villain. Okay. Yeah. Okay. All right. Let's uh, stop. Let's stop right now. <laughs> All right. Let's go ahead and uh, pay some bills. We ain't got tons left. Uh, we're going to start with the jlmo.com. JLMO, of course, last week's Star Trek aficionado mm-hmm. expert, I don't think is too strong of a term. SME. Uh, for those of you in that particular world. So, uh, SME. Subject matter. So she, of course, has the jmo.com where you can check out a tons of fantastic short stories, blog posts, and all this other kind of fun stuff, including, of course, the McShane McMurder, McMini McMystery McMenner series. <laughs> uh, 99 cents available on your Kindles. You can check out the first five books. Book six, she promises, will come out one day. Uh, we'll see. So the book recommendation coming to us courtesy of the jmo.com. The Black Company by Glenn Cook. This was uh, this is actually the the the, the book I'm currently reading. Uh, the Black Company is the story of a bunch of uh, pirates and doing ne'er do well stuff in a fantasy, slightly steampunkish world. Ooh. So if that's your bag, and mm. it obviously should be, isn't that going to be also a show and or movie and or something? Black sales. Oh, okay. uh, was, the, <laughs> was, was different. Little different. <laughs> uh, although also involving pirates. So you know, you uh, wasn't too far off. Uh, the Black Company by Glenn Cook. That's the first book. That's the one I'm reading so far. I've been pretty happy with it. So, so the so the pirates in the Black Company do a lot more than the pirates in the VeggieTales universe. Yes. Oh yes. Okay. Those pirates don't do anything. That's that's. Uh, <laughs> That's how I so rank. They sing right. a lot. <laughs> my pirates. Right. If we rank them by, by overall. Jolly good pirates. <laughs> if we rank them by overall productiveness, <laughs> the VeggieTales pirates definitely come at the bottom of the list. Uh, so that's, that's our book, Grimmie Black Company by Glenn Cook, VJLMO.com. Up next is the part we all say hi to Kelly. Hey, hey, hey Kelly. Kelly. What's up, Kelly? What's up, Kelly? Call me. <laughs> uh, up next is Liz's mom. <laughs> the Liz's mom. The, the Liz's mom. Let's do the Liz's mom. Let's do Liz's mom. Yeah, yeah. Uh, can, can I? You know, I was going to tell you guys a time travel joke, but you didn't get it. Ah, you I still have time, that. folks. Patreon.com slash for your sake. I see what you did there. Get it while it's hot. You can still see those videos of Liz eating. Oh, my God. That's so weird. That's so old now. It's so weird. I'm not That's like with old that. Liz. Like Liz so two years yeah, ago. Yeah, new almost. Liz doesn't eat anymore. <laughs> <laughs> what I'm saying is maybe I'll spend a lot of time and effort making another video. You will not. <laughs> There's like two episodes got, left after this. You got plenty of time. Eli. That's a bonus plenty episode. Yeah. Does that make next week's episode the penultimate? Yes, as a matter of fact. <gasps> uh, it does. And for that episode, we actually, uh, I'm pretty excited about it. We're going to have uh, our, you know, we, 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 you knew we had to get him on one more time before it was done. Our uh, senior legal correspondent, oh, yes. T. Bradford Petrino Esquire. Yes. Bradford Petrino. T. Bradford Petrino Esquire of Korshak and Associates will be. So he'll in. be telling us why all of our drafts were wrong. Yes. <laughs> yes. <laughs> and annoyingly enough, coming in with a really good draft. Yeah. Yeah. So yeah. Uh, opining about those. <laughs> <laughs> Actually, you know what? If Brad were to use the word, word opine, it wouldn't bother me. Maybe it's a lawyer thing. <laughs> yeah, it's true. The uh, so the uh, so that he'll be coming in, and then uh, I actually believe we have coming in uh, another. We had another another solid guest really to help us round it out because uh, we're gonna the episode next week is on why we geek. 
And so if we've got Brad on one end, we're going to get uh, uh, our man Forrest in here to talk on the other side. That'll right, be uh, right. that'll provide for you. With, Th- uh, those are two peas, two peas in a pod. Those are two mm. awesome, awesome geeks with very different worldviews. <laughs> so uh, I think that'll make that'll make for some some good some good talking. For sure, there. some good talking. That's what we're going to have next week. <laughs> Uh, some good talk. So that's going to be it. Let's do some shameless plugs. Dan, as always, you can find me at epic events, Orlando.com for all your DJ needs and, uh, RIP Luke Perry. Oh, that happened today. Yeah. Yeah. It was bummer. It was a bummer. Yeah. For those of you who didn't hear, he had a massive stroke last week and then last Friday they put him into a medically induced coma. And then, uh, today we're recording on Monday. Uh, he passed. Mm hmm. So. Uh, along, right. no, along with some others, but he was the biggest of the ones that passed today. Yeah, they've been those are good. Yeah. Prodigy front man. Uh, oh yeah. Nope, so, not nope, gonna remember nope, something. All right, <laughs> go ahead. All right, so you know how every now and then you hear a song and you're like, "Damn, I didn't know I needed another one." Of the, I didn't know I needed the song. Right? What's one type of music you don't have enough of, Al? Uh, I believe it's lo-fi hip-hop beats to relax study to. Mm, there's unlimited lo-fi <laughs> hip-hop at this point. <laughs> at this point, literally. That's, you, he's, he's right. You can tell me lo-fi Eli, hip-hop. I'm going to say Pakistani bluegrass. <laughs> <laughs> you have inspired me by this. <laughs> can I get a measure? I wow. would absolutely get down with some Pakistani bluegrass. <laughs> oh, my God. That's going to be like the new hipster movement. <laughs> you understand that you said that out loud, but that's going to be a thing now. I spoke right? it in reality. <laughs> that's not a thing because... Uh, I did listen to a podcast, a very serious podcast, and Pakistani music has been used to promote terrorism in a very big and fundamental Not way. Bluegrass. Yeah, well, no, it's pop. Pakistani pop. Basically. Exactly. Yeah. All right. So, no, anyway, this is uh, The Devil Makes Three, a song called Old Number Seven. This is a nice, good, it's not country, it's more bluegrass drinking song. So I was halfway right. Yeah. You Wait, were so totally it's like a song right. about drinking or a song that you can drink to? Uh, a song yes. about drinking. Yes. What's it called? What's it called? Old Number Seven. Old number seven. Okay. Yeah, you hear it and you're that like, damn, like Daniel's like, reference. I, I haven't added it to my like library a new drinking song in a very long time. So when I heard this one, mm. I was very happy. I, I am like, a mm. big fan of solid drinking songs. Exactly. Because I like both drinking uh, and nope, work on a nope. Spotify <laughs> playlist for the two of you. <laughs> <laughs> I've actually got a pretty solid drinking playlist. It's actually Challenge usually accepted. It's ju- you can't just play Hootie and the Bluefish <laughs> on repeat and call that a drinking drink. First of all, you. yes, I can. <laughs> I absolutely can. Also, no, but I actually what have. What if a- you want to cry all night? <laughs> the dolphins. <laughs> they don't respect you, Elijah, but I do. I let her go. Uh, just hold my uh, hand. Uh, <laughs> What you got? <laughs> what you got, Liz? I, t- I don't have a shameless plug this week. Fantastic. Hey, let her cry. Draft <laughs> uh, master, Mr. DeSalvo. Yeah, so I, I don't... Uh, mine was really like, you all who I've enjoyed listening to for, I guess, like two years now since you well, introduced me to it. Uh, I he's, have, I mean, I he's been listening for three years. Two years of them. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, but it, it, uh, it saddens me to think that this is going to come to an end because that, you know, I think I might have been sort of your target audience in that I was not really into... Yeah, most of these things. <laughs> uh, but I, I learned a lot from listening to you talk about these things and, uh, and I've enjoyed all the stuff that you've done. Like Liz, a lot of stuff that you promoted about like being honest and putting your things out there. Um, 
like your draft last year, like Dan being like, and you two, like who've kind of really run the whole thing. So I really thank all of you for for all of the podcasts. I, I am sad there's <laughs> two more, but uh, but this has been oh. great to be a part of a couple times. So <laughs> Draftmaster brought the feels. We've been like talking about like the end of the show and just like sweeping it under the rug. Like it's fine, it's fine, no, it's, it's fine, it's fine. We're, we're not dealing with the emotions we're here. Ending, no. ha, 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 don't talk about your feelings. Don't, don't, don't bring the feels, please. Oh. oh, he got me right in the heart. I know. I'm like really <laughs> sad now. Oh. Well, uh, yeah, follow that. I, I was going to say, <laughs> damn you, Porsche. Please, uh. please, just, please just play Porsche so we can go home and cry. <laughs> just, just make car revving noises with your mouth. <laughs> <laughs> We're going to drink so much for the next two weeks, aren't we? <laughs> oh, yeah. So, yeah we got to yeah. clear the bar. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. No, yes. we cannot clear the bar. We've only got two episodes left. <laughs> oh, God. I bet we could. <laughs> no, we can. We really shouldn't. <laughs> Hey. All right, so speaking of cars, so I'm going to plug uh, my usual uh, Blipshift t-shirt. So I'm wearing my new one today. Woo! Ooh, nice Thank shirt. You. He's showing off for the camera, guys. I am showing off for the yeah. camera. Sorry, <laughs> podcasters. Can't, can't watch the, the, the sexing that's going on. Anyways, uh, so you can order your shirt at blipshift.com. So if you guys are into cars or nerdy about cars, because that's my nerd. Yeah. Can I get a 1989 Toyota Super Turbo? Uh, I have seen it. On a shirt? Right. On a shirt. Oh, all right. All right. Yeah. I'm, I'm hitting that thing. Check it out. Thank Check you. it out. Blip, new that sh- blip that shift. Blipshift.com. They have a new shirt every three to four days. Wow. 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 That is impressive. Yep. So, All right. Uh, let's see. I actually have uh, just the one. So you're welcome. What? Wow. I know. You're welcome. <laughs> the uh, Al, Do you need to see a psychiatrist? I, <laughs> this is like yeah. three weeks in a row. I'm just First saying. First of all, yes. Yes, I do. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but my insurance doesn't cover that. So uh, actually, it does. That's not fair. It does. That's not true. It's like it five de- visits a year. It definitely right? does. Like that. Anyway, the point is uh, I am super, super excited because uh, just last week, wi- uh, Wizards of the Coast threw the Unearthed Arcana for Dungeons and Dragons. That's mm-hmm. the nerd that we're talking. That, that's the rabbit hole I'm about to dive down. Uh, fifth edition released a uh, an updated artificer. So the artificer is one of my very favorite classes after the bard, of course. Wait, what's an artificer? An artificer is uh, the, the character class specializes in um, taking things and building things and making things that aren't magical, magical tools. Yeah. Okay. All so right. like right. the Lego movie. Uh, kind of actually. Yeah. If MacGyver was D&D character kind of? If MacGyver was a wizard. Yeah, actually, kind of. Oh, so my God. Like an inspired cool, cool, cool. me. Like cool, a, cool, cool. MacGyver wizard. Like Got a magical it. engineer kind of thing. <laughs> so he puts together, yeah, so they build stuff and they do whatever. And it's it's a it's a fantastic class. And uh, despite the edition having been out for years and years and years, we haven't really had a good artificer. We had one that dropped January of 18, but it was just not quite there. And so they re- re- reworked it and they've dropped it. It's available for free, so if you're into interested, you can grab it off of uh, off of the Unearthed Arcana from Dungeons and Dragons. That is the Artificer. I'm very very excited. So there, uh, do we do all the things? I think we did. All I think the that's things. all the things. All the things. Yeah. All right, fantastic. We want to say thank you so much to the Draftmaster and uh, Sir Ivan Wysocki for joining us one more time in the studio before we wrapped it up. I'm one gonna glaze time. past. Oh. I'm gonna glaze past my emotions and just keep going here. Keep drink, going. Um, just drink more until you, you don't, don't feel have anymore. Emotions. It's fine. <laughs> Sorry. Keep yeah. calm and drink on. Uh, You're an I, American male. That is gonna, <laughs> it's all about <laughs> repressing emotions until they come out toxically. Uh, that's going to do it for us. Well, thank you so much. Don't worry, Ma. Don't, don't, don't worry, honey. I'll be home soon. Uh, until next time, this is Al Sterling saying higher, further, faster. 